0: hi everyone and welcome to another episode of from scribble to skyrocket podcast about preparing for change and where i'm documenting my um preparation for my sabbatical so probably too much information but it is hot here in the uk like i think we're in a heat wave i'm feeling very sticky but at the same time i'm not complaining because after the type of winter we had I'm happy to have all of this sunshine the 27 the 29 the 28 degrees celsius ah oh, I'm so happy I even went to do yoga in the park this morning it was so nice you don't have to worry about wet grass or rain Ah, oh, it was nice it was nice anyway anyway um hmm. so this episode right I can't believe this episode is inspired by a Shade Borough post. Not even is inspired by, it is about a Shade Borough post. Like, this post had me pacing up and down my corridor. It was, yeah, I was just baffled by it. And for those who don't know what Shade Borough is, it's, it's like, um, it's like the Shade Room, that's it. I guess it's the UK equivalent of the Shade Room. So... It's a gossip page at the end of the day, so everything needs to be taken with a pinch of salt. But the reason... And also, by the way, I don't um, follow them because they just have too much nonsense on Instagram. So... But sometimes people repost stuff on their stories, and that's how I saw it. But the reason this particular post just had me like, whoa, is because Shade Barra, At the end of the day, I'm their target audience. Like... Their target is the demographic that I fall into, or I fall under. And, albeit, it's a small proportion of people that, like, follow and, you know, comment and actually engage with the page. I do believe you need to be a certain type of person to be commenting and putting controversial things on there. But, um, yeah, I'm not going to lie. I, um, how do you say it? Ik voel me aangesproken. I don't even know how to explain that in English, but I feel like I feel like it's directed at me, basically. Uh you know when people say um if the shoe fits well the shoe fits, like it fits. And inshallah, those shoes will fit very well, and I'll be out of here by the end of the year. So I feel a type of way. And also, this post kind of reminded me of um when there was a girl who posted that she was on a six-figure um, salary, and people, Twitter, whoever, they basically told her employer that she disclosed her salary and got her, i um, got her dismissed. So it's it's basically something like that. So I'm sure at this point you must be wondering, Martha, what's the post about? Like, <laughs> so someone um, they so shape are they. Um, posted a tweet so this girl tweeted for my 30th birthday i gifted myself a year free of work and i absolutely love that for myself i planned my financial commitments and said bye to nine to five employment so i could travel sleep eat and watch tv thank god for blessings like this me obviously i'm happy (laughs) Like, I love to see it. I'm happy. I'm happy that someone's, you know, someone's taking a break. She's taking a break. And I think that's an amazing thing. And obviously it's something that I want to do as well. So, girl, uh, I couldn't be happier for her. And people are quite quick to be like, dear Lord, I see what you do for others. I do believe that Lord doesn't help people who don't help themselves. It didn't happen out of nowhere. She said it herself. She planned her financial commitments, so she planned it. So yeah. Anyway, so I can't wait to embark on a similar journey as hers. And um so as you do, you know, when you when you see a post online or video, whatever, you go to the comments and oh my god. The first comment I saw was, um, instead of putting money down for a deposit, excuse me, who are you and where do you know her from? Like, he clearly doesn't know her from Adam, but he wants to add his two pence on how she should be spending that money. To me, uh, it's just given, you know, slave to societal norms, as in, who are you? to deviate from what we, society, currently perceive as success and achievement. At least that's how I read it, that's how I interpreted it. Who said she isn't a homeowner? And even if she isn't a homeowner, like, so what? Another one from slave to capitalism gang was like, oh, um, instead of investing that money, invest it and then what? Okay, watch it grow. But is that meaning to say that her taking a year off isn't a form of self-investment? So to me, that just says that, okay, there are really people out there who don't believe in investing in themselves and probably don't invest in themselves. Like if they can't see a financial return on investment, then it's probably not worth it. So I take it these are also the same people who wouldn't invest in their health, whether it's physical health, whether it's mental health, in, you know, things like hobbies or certain experiences. I presume, in you know, investing is only stocks, shares, bonds, crypto, property, etc., etc. It's just, you know, why give the term investing such a narrow... Um, meaning is just very small-minded to me and um, Ben, who you might remember from a couple of episodes ago who has shared his experience in Colombia on the podcast he sent me a documentary about a study on happiness right and an interesting finding about like sources of happiness is that apparently, well according to the study of happiness comes from um, your genetic makeup. Only 10% of your happiness comes from material things. And the remainder comes from the variation in your day-to-day life. So imagine having a day-to-day life, like a mundane day-to-day life, to work towards the material things that actually have limited ability in contributing to your happiness. And I know that you know, people rather rather um, cry in a Ferrari than in a Corsa, all, all of these things uh, that will be more comfortable, all, all of that stuff. But the point is, there are studies out there that there is a cap on the happiness money can bring you, in other words, and that's what I'm trying to get to. Don't get me wrong, I understand that there is a certain freedom or there is freedom that money can bring for you to, to kind of like do all these things. But the point I'm trying to make is that you also don't need to have reached your ultimate financial goal before doing it. Like, why not make the space and fit it onto, you know, your financial journey to that ultimate freedom, whatever that may mean for you. And that relates quite well to another one I saw from If I Were You Gang is, you know, If I were you, I'd continue grinding and basically take this break at 40. I mean, if you have the time and the means to do something now, why not do it now and also do it at 40 if you can, you know? Or prepare and work towards it to do it again by the time you're 40. I mean, we have to live for today as much as well as we do for tomorrow. Like and also 40 is not guaranteed like life is not guaranteed so why wait if you have the opportunity to do something now why wait i just i don't understand i presume his circumstance is different well actually no because he also said if i were you so assuming that he's adopting all of her circumstance, which means the time and the means that she has to do it. So, anyway, anyway. Let's move on to Must Be Nice Gang. So, these comments included things like um, that Sunday before Monday is going to slap hard when you're back, or JSA when you're back. Um, JSA, for those outside the UK is um job seekers allowance when you're back or what does another one oh what happens when the year is over like then what someone actually said this one i thought was crazy someone actually said depression incoming because they don't believe um she'll be able to get employed when she's back what well, are we living in the dark ages that is so archaic you're trying to tell me in this 2023 and 2024, by the time she's back, I guess, she won't like because of a career break or what? Nah. It's, to be honest, all of that was just given jealousy to me. Like, people are just, yeah, it's just given jealousy about what happens when the year's over. What do you mean? She'll decide then. Even then, is it your business? It really isn't. And I feel like this one, it kind of falls under must be nice as well. But it also falls under the next category. But one bastard actually said, yes, I called him bastard because I was just like, the fuck. Anyway, he was like, tell me you're single without saying you're single. To be honest, I'm going to put it under both categories. And I don't even know what I'm going to call this next category But since these comments were mostly from men, I'm just going to have to call it um, male bitterness gang because it was given some crazy misogyny. It was really given misogyny. What does being single have to do with anything? What does being in a relationship have to do with anything? Have to do with taking, you know, a year out and travelling? Why can't they, you know, why are they mutually exclusive, travelling and being in a relationship or, you know taking a career break and like, I don't get it. If she was in a relationship, presumably there would have been a conversation. If she's single, that conversation is a conversation that clearly doesn't need to happen because yeah. Nevertheless, again, it's none of our business. Like it really isn't. Someone also said that, um, quote, women being able to afford this because their lifestyle is catered for by men. Allowing them to have more disposable income. Wow. Are you okay? (laughs) Like, wow. The jealousy and the bitterness among men in the comments was just rife. I'm going to apologise if you hear any music in the background. That's another thing about London summers. It comes with music outside. So, I just closed all my windows and doors, hopefully, you'll hear it less, but we'll see how it goes. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Yeah, there are just so many things wrong with that comment. Like, the assumption that she's funded by a man. It's, to me, it's just loaded with, if not for us, you couldn't do this, you wouldn't be able to do this. Like, Why can't people fathom that a woman can, you know, pattern herself up, um, sort herself out and give herself such a gift? Like, huh? And also in terms of source of income, if that is the setup that has allowed her to have the disposable income, whatever, whatever. So what? I, again, I don't know this person from Adam, but... I My perception is just, you know, she just got her shit together, saved or did whatever additional streams of income and, you know, did what she had to do. But whatever, whatever the case may be in terms of where her income has come from, it doesn't matter so what. To be honest, I personally just think that this person is salty. He must have been left high and dry in the past to have made such a comment. And speaking on income, some of the must-be-nice gang were saying that she'll probably do all sorts of menial jobs to get by, and I'd probably say those straddling must-be-nice and male bitterness actually used their disgusting fingers to type that she'll be prostituting to get by. I understand why people stay silent, you know, on their plans, and they don't put things out to the world. The hate is so real. The evil eye is so real. And social media has also enabled people to have this false sense of proximity to you and talk anyhow. It's so crazy. Look at all these assumptions. And this is just a handful that I've picked. So you can only imagine, there were so many comments, hundreds of comments under that post. This is literally just a handful because we'll sleep here tonight if I was to go through everything. It's just crazy how they have, or in their heads, they have made up who she is, you know, the type of person she is or where she's going to get her money from or whatever, whatever. They have already basically crafted her life in their heads for them to have made all these assumptions et cetera just based of a of a tweet based of um, I'm taking a year out, I've gifted myself this huh it's mad. and the reason this really got me worked up because yeah, I feel like it it could have been me, although I mean I doubt I'm going to tweet <laughs> something along those lines but and end up on a gossip page well I hope not but um it's you know it's something that I'm going to do that I want to do and um it won't be up to a year though but it's just like raw so this is how people react luckily for me those close to me have um responded quite positively and um you know, obviously just made their fears and concerns very clear to me. But generally around me, it's been pretty positive. But it was just, yeah. And also, like I said, Shadeborough, you know, they um, cater for, I guess, my demographic, essentially. So this is what the people in my community... Or, you know, in this black British community, think, like, like, raw. I mean, it wasn't all bad. There were also some genuine I'm happy for you comments and, um, you know. But also the where can I apply, sis, teach me, how much did you save? I wish I could be like, Ooh, excuse me, oh my God, sorry. I wish I could be like you, you know. So... It tells me that people also just genuinely think that this is not within reach. And money, of course, is a factor. But again, depending on what you want, it's not really about how much you make. It's a much more holistic approach than that. It's much more holistic than that. It's definitely a mindset thing. And You'll remember that in one of my earlier episodes, I said, um, you know, you can afford anything, but not everything. So it's just coming to that realisation that all these things at the end of the day is a trade-off. These people, for example, saying, why aren't you investing? Why aren't you buying property or whatever? It's a trade-off. She wants to use that money for something else. And, you know and i bet the benefits that she's going to get out of it is going to be invaluable. You're not going to measure that in pounds and pence. And also i don't know whether it's it's a community thing as well because like for example many southern europeans that i meet like italians like mediterranean italians portuguese people spanish people you know who travel or who've traveled around they've started off with like 2,000 euros and they take it from there. So obviously everyone's situation is different and yes, people take on jobs here and there to um, get by and all of that. But the point is they're doing that thing that they want to do and they don't feel like they're stuck in a rut and they're doing what needs to be done to make it work. And um, obviously I need to add that I'm speaking from a perspective of no children. I mean, I completely understand that, yeah, it's it's not the same. And, but to be honest, it doesn't only apply to travelling though. I think it can apply to any type of change or any type of daring change that you're trying to make. You know, whether you're moving house, career change, anything that is just like, ooh, well, not too sure about that kind of thing. It's just expected that, or even just starting your own business even, that as well. That I think that falls under it. Yeah, I reckon that falls under it as well. Because, you know, it's something, you're taking a risk on yourself, but you're taking a chance on yourself as well. I think with these things, it can be expected that people will project their fears and their insecurities on you. And I just feel that you need to be certain that that is the thing that you want, and pursue it but yeah I can't believe I turned <laughs> I can't believe I turned rant into an episode but like I said I really felt some type of way like that post literally had me pacing it's just that I had to leave the house I probably would have recorded like pretty much immediately while you know <laughs> while I was still riled up about it but even now I'm still ugh. But anyway I just had to speak on it and also I think I just think it's very relevant to I guess to the podcast and I feel like a lot of concepts and themes from previous episodes like scarcity mindset and you know the thing I said about about money and being able to afford not being able to afford everything but anything these things um, all apply here but uh, yeah anyway I'm gonna end it here and as always, you know I like um hearing your thoughts, your comments, your views. Feel free to get in touch with me via email, scribble to skyrocket at gmail.com, or um you can DM me on Instagram at Scribble to Skyrocket. And uh, yeah, I'll speak to you next time. Bye!